I'm Pei Chen filling in for Alan Carter for the rest of the week. Now, we've been hearing a lot of stories about pandemic pets. Of course, that's been going on for the past two plus years, but something has changed. What's changed is that a lot of people now no longer know what to do with their pets, either they can't afford to keep them, or perhaps it just doesn't fit their lifestyle anymore. But that's causing a huge problem for shelters and the Humane Society, for example. Uh, Barbara Cartwright joins me now. She's the CEO of Humane Canada. Uh, Barbara, what's the situation like now? Well, it's really interesting, uh, Pei. We've been monitoring the what we would call the surrender rates and the return rates and intake rates at uh, humane societies and SPCAs across the country since, well, really for about 30 years, but definitely keeping a very close eye on it since the pandemic with uh, the increase in pet ownership. And up until recently, being in the last few weeks, we haven't really seen uh, much of a change. We haven't seen increased returns. We haven't seen increased surrenders. But there seems to be a perfect storm gathering right now. And in the last few weeks, we're seeing increasing calls and emails and messages asking for help. We're seeing shelters that are at capacity or close to their capacity. We have wait lists that are growing and we're seeing the shelter resources are very stretched. And it's happening for a number of reasons. There's no one reason, but it's like this perfect storm gathering of different issues. Now, a couple of those issues um, I'm aware of are that people, they, they wanted a companion when they were stuck at home. Yeah. And a puppy or dog uh, seemed like a great idea. So I'm going to assume that's that's one big one. People's lives have kind of gone back to perhaps their pre-pandemic ways. But I would imagine that another situation or another, <clears throat> excuse me, issue is just the cost of keeping a pet. Yeah, absolutely. And so we're not really, we're not seeing uh, surrenders from people who uh, are going back to work and they don't know what to do with their pet or they're bored or they made a mistake and got a pet that they don't like anymore. But what we are seeing is a significant increase in behavioral issues, people needing to surrender because they don't know how to deal with some of the behavioral issues and also for medical issues. Oh, okay. So when those animals come in, they of course require more resources. Uh, from the shelter in order to get them ready for adoption. And so that's one of the big barriers right now is that animals are spending longer in shelter to have those behavioral issues fixed, to have any of their medical issues addressed before they can go up for adoption. And so that's likely one of the reasons that we're at capacity right now uh, is because of these issues. And some of them very well might come from people who adopted COVID puppies but took, got them from puppy mills, got them from irreputable breeders, where it's very common to have health and behavioral issues. Mm-hmm. But I also agree, you're very right, the economic impacts we're seeing growing as we see more inflation and people becoming concerned about uh, how they can afford to pay for their animals. Something that's really interesting in there is that this includes access to vet care which in the past that might have been something that was solely a financial issue. But now we're also seeing a vet shortage happening across the country. And so it's hard, no matter who you are, to get a vet. And that can often lead to you ending up at an emergency vet, which means much higher costs. And so people are having a difficulty or being concerned about affording that pet care. Now, I didn't realize there was a, uh, a vet uh, shortage. Is that... A- because there's not as many people who are choosing this career path, or is it that there's just perhaps been an explosion in in pets? 
Well, exactly. So, of course, veterinarians, just like many uh, caring professions, have experienced a lot of burnout uh, during the COVID crisis. Absolutely. And, and, and a tremendous number of people brought new animals into their homes. So, of course, that drove the need. Um, for veterinarians and then vet colleges that are, are uh, universities that have veterinary colleges aren't able to put through enough vets quick enough to meet this demand. Now, when you mention um, the behavioral issues, I wonder, are those issues that you feel have perhaps were ongoing and people just are perhaps frustrated? They're like, I, you know, this has been going on for a year or two years. I can't handle it anymore. Or are these uh, new behavioral issues that uh, have come about and, and people feel that they can no longer manage them? They can certainly be a number of different issues. One of them would be new pet owners possibly bringing a dog into their home that they didn't know they had to train. And then that dog has become two years old and is very difficult. And so they don't know that they can reach out for help. And that's one of the things that humane societies, SPCA's animal shelters can do. And something that's really shifting our focus is how do we help support people who have companion animals keep their family together. So if it's a behavioral issue, how do we help them get training and make sure that we can change that around so that the family is able to uh, live happily together? And if it's a financial issue, and we've seen this since the beginning of the pandemic, it's just every month increasing demand for pet food banks. Mm -hmm. So how do we make sure, and it's something that we're working on as the, as the Federation of Humane Societies and SPCAs, is making sure that we have more access to pet food and pet supplies as we see this economic crisis coming down, uh, um, coming down the road, I guess, for all of us. And so I think that's probably where we see a lot of behavioral issues. And then puppy mill puppies, unfortunately, puppies that are commercially bred at mass facilities, they're often not socialized. They have mental health issues, they have physical issues, and this all leads to behavioral issues as well. And I think that's a great reminder uh, and perhaps warning for people who are considering getting a puppy, which I know was hugely in demand um, during the pandemic. People were you know, paying top dollar yeah. for for the breed that they wanted. Um, and and as you mentioned, that now perhaps are discovering some issues that come with that. Now, if someone is listening and they feel like they're you know at their wits end, let's say, uh, what what is your advice for them? Definitely reach out. If you're at your wit's end, if you're struggling, if you're worried, first of all, reach out to your local Humane Society, SPCA Animal Shelter, and see what kind of help they can provide. A lot of people don't know that you can access pet food banks. Now, we're working to make sure that's all across the country, and that's going to take some time, but definitely call your food bank. Ask, do they have pet food? Uh, and then that's another um, source of help that you can get. If you haven't trained your puppy or your dog, please train them and make sure that they are they know what you expect of them. And if you're heading back to work, there's lots of resources. Uh, you can start to prepare your pet by leaving the house for an hour, then two hours and three hours, give them that sense that you're not going to be there all the time. You can get, you know, if you're going to be out of the house more than four hours, make sure that you have a pet walker, a dog walker on hand, make sure you have enrichment toys for them so that while you're out, they have something to do. There's dog and cat puzzles, food puzzles that you can get. And if they are experiencing any kind of separation anxiety, make sure that when if, it, if it's becoming very debilitating for them, make sure you reach out to your veterinarian and get some help that way. I think this is also a great um, piece of advice for those who are able to donate that uh, pet food is something that is needed and that, you know, in addition to donating to uh, a food bank um, regularly is that pet food is something that could be 
could be used. Um, Barbara, your advice has been really great, and, I, and I'm sure that it's helped a lot of people. Thank you so much, and uh, I appreciate all the work that you're doing. You're very welcome. Thanks for covering the story. It's really important, and I would say Canadians have supported humane societies and SPCAs throughout this crisis, helped with fostering, helped with donations, and we need your help again. It really is looking like the fall is going to be a very, very difficult time for shelters across the country. Okay, I appreciate the reminder. Thank you. That's Barbara Cartwright, CEO of Humane Canada. I'm Pei Chen, and you're listening to The Alan Carter Show.